I would lovingly take baby Aaron's face in my hands. And I would say, (laughs) you are so beautiful and no one is thinking about you at all. So you can do whatever the hell you want because no one is watching you. No one is thinking about you the way you're worried about it. So just go and have fun because literally not a single person is thinking about you. Hello. Hi, I'm Erin Vandeven. Thanks for joining me today. This is Medium Lady Talks. This podcast is about figuring out the medium effort way to get the most out of life today. I hope the things I unpack here can role model and invite you to sort out your own ways to live life in the present. This is a show about experimenting to get closer to what matters most. I'm glad you're here. So let's settle in. All right. Feeling good? Everybody? Good. Okay. Hello, hi, and welcome to episode 36 of Medium Lady Talks. I'm your host, Erin, and I'm joined by uh, two of my most favorite people in the entire world. Best friends. No pressure. (laughs) Yeah. Remain in my favor for the next hour or so. Mm -hmm. Uh, Emily Gibson. Hi. I like you waved first. That was. Oh, sorry. (laughs) And Sarah Rich. Hello, hello. Very good. Okay, Emily and Sarah are well known to the podcast. They've both appeared in solo episodes. Mm-hmm. Emily's been on an episode that discusses lowering the bar in great detail. Uh, Sarah, has I love been- that that's my legacy. <laughs> it's a great episode. Yeah, it is. It's a great episode. Um, and Sarah, you have been on episode, I don't know what the numbers are, but um, Skincare Olympics. Yes. And then Emily I and guess. Sarah were both on the podcast for episode I want to say 26 maybe sure 26 yeah it was 26 it was called friends in a car (laughs) after eating barbecue one of my favorite podcasts on the fly Mm -hmm. maybe Mm -hmm. the only one actually but um yeah so we're here super profesh recording through the magic of zoom and today we're just actually just going to do a friend chat Mm because you can pretend you're here with us we're having some laughs the older we get, the more we kind of have to really proactively invest in how we spend time together. Mm-hmm. And I think we've done a really good job of nurturing our friendship through the pandemic, mm-hmm. but we haven't yes. done a lot of zoom calls. No, no, we adapted. You guys started doing the videos back and forth, which I think is great. And I love watching them. It's harder for me to respond with them because I don't have it. Like I don't have a door to my office. It's just a desk and a bullpen. <laughs> so sometimes I can't just like record a pithy video and send it. But um, I think that's been a really good way of doing it. I don't love zoom calls to me are just like being on the phone, which I also don't like where it's just like, it's just awkward. I just feel awkward. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's, there's also some aspect to it of like, this is what we do for work as well. There's a that's lot true. of yeah. work zoom. It's not, not exactly the friend space. Yeah. Except so that's today. a really good point. I mean, we talk via text almost all day, mm-hmm. Monday to Friday. And then we have like a very predictable dry <laughs> spell over the weekend. And then we come back on Monday being like, is everybody still here yes. with us? Yeah. How was your weekend? Right. <laughs> yeah. For anybody who works with us and is listening to this. Yes. We talk all day. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So today we're just going to do like BFF, ask me anything. Mm-hmm. We each prepared some questions. I have written them down and put them in this purse. 
Ah, I couldn't, I couldn't, couldn't I find a hat. Like, what's the closest vessel? <laughs> I like that you didn't go for a bowl. You're like, purse. no, yeah. this purse is empty. And <laughs> so, yeah, so these questions vary from like fun to like deep. But I think that this is the way our conversation, if we were in person and not um, recording a podcast, <laughs> we would probably get to like, this is kind of how we talk to each other. So we're kind of manifesting that in a bit mm-hmm. of an artificial way. But I would really encourage anybody listening, if you have best friends and you want to just like kick back and have some fun come up with questions like already I've been super entertained by the questions that the two of you came up with Mm -hmm. um and I think we're gonna have a fun conversation I would say that most of these questions are not like um icebreaker types of questions no (laughs) they're a bit deeper than that yeah oh because I loathe icebreakers you should know someone a little (laughs) bit more than I would say you need to have known someone maybe for a year before you get into these questions Mm -hmm. no you're not all of them but a lot of them Mm -hmm. okay so I'm just gonna reach my hand in and start Okay. Go Was there it. any like housekeeping or business that we need to take care of before we? <laughs> Should I open a document and start writing the minutes of this? <laughs> um, rate and review the podcast. Blah yeah. blah blah. Share okay. it with people. Okay. This first question. This is a good. This is a good first question. Okay. Emily, this was your question. At this mm-hmm. phase of your life, oh, that was an interesting qualifier. Mm-hmm. At this phase of your life, what outfit do you feel the most amazing in? Oh yeah, good question. The irony is that I absolutely do not have an answer. <laughs> That's actually not true. I do have an answer. You need to have an answer. I, for I do. I do. Answer. I thought of one. I thought of okay, one. Cool. I have an do you want me to go first? Here's the paper. That's oh yeah. Um. So I have um a Kate Spade like shirt dress sort of that is green with blue polka dots on it that my husband bought for me. I would never have bought it for me or for myself. Cause it's not, I sort of tend towards more like pinks and purples. Um, but he really liked the color and he was like, if it fits, I'll buy it for you. And I was like, okay. So I tried it on and it remarkably at the time, especially it fit really well. Um, I wore it in my headshots for work because every time I wear it, I get compliments at work and I work with like 70% dudes. And every time I wear, and they're all so sweet. Every time I wear it, they're like, I really like your dress. Like, you guys. Uh, and it, and the kicker is that it has pockets. So we can't get better Perfect. than that. Yeah. yeah. Pause. I just have a question. The other day yeah. I was at work and yeah. talking to a male colleague, which actually is like quite rare in my circumstance. Mm, mm-hmm. um, the reverse, 70 yes. to 80% of the people I work with are female identifying women. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And, um, Me too. and he said, I don't know if it's okay to say, but you guys look really pretty today. And he was talking to me and two other women. Mm-hmm. And I was like the more senior person in the group, like the more, the most bossy, the bo- most boss. I don't know what I'm trying to say here. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> And so I said, no, it's 2022. You can't say that anymore. Oh, I think Um, it really depends on the person it's coming from. So all of the guys that I work with are just like very kind, earnest, um, like non-pervy dudes. So like, I don't feel like threatened by them at all if they were to say things like this it just like it just feels genuine and nice Mm. there's no like weird overtones or 
undercurrents of of it being improper it's just like nice it's like I'm trying to think of something non-threatening that I would compare it to I always say it's like working with a bunch of my brothers but truthfully my brother would never tell me that I look nice so (laughs) but in terms of it being like in no way sexual and completely non-threatening that's the kind of vibe it is right very friendly Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah this was a person that I like I see once a year okay well yeah Mm. that's that's weird and and this person to be clear this man was also not being pervy Mm -hmm. but I think you bring up a point there for like knowing him and you only see him once a year so there are Mm -hmm. people at work who uh I see you know with with fair regularity and if they said that looks nice on you I would be like Mm -hmm. thank you because we actually have a developed friendship so they know Mm -hmm. where they stand with me yeah is there somebody else I don't know I think it also makes it weird that he started it by saying, oh, yeah. I don't know if I'm allowed to say this anymore. Yeah. Like that immediately makes it weird. Yeah. 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 That qualifier <laughs> just, just sets yeah, the wrong you know what? tone. I think you're right. I think that's the crux of it is it's mm-hmm. like, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but I'm a privileged white male. So I'm going to yes, do what I exactly. want. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Good. So I'm glad we covered that. Sarah, yeah. what outfit makes you feel at this phase of your life? which I thought was an interesting, like, M, why did you put that? I just, there are things that I've worn in the past that make me feel amazing that I, like, would not wear now. Oh, yeah. Like, there are very specific, like, Florida outfits that I wore that I felt great in at the time, Mm -hmm. but I also would Looking right at you, low-rise jeans, come on. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. I wore a lot of mini skirts on my first contract, (laughs) and I looked great, and I'm glad I did it, but I would not wear them now. So mm. that's what the qualifier I was. See, I see. Yeah. So you'd be like my wedding dress. I mean, <laughs> that's still like tracks. I did like that too. Yeah. 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 I actually feel uh, very good in a specific wor- set of workout gear. Oh, interesting. Uh, yeah, it is. I mean, it's not even that special. It's not like it's my Lululemon. It's, it's from like American Eagle, but just fits me really nice. And I feel like a badass in it. That's awesome. It's just cut really nice. And when I go to the gym, I'm like, yeah, this is the outfit that I kick ass in. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay, my outfit is like situational. So I take the train every day. Mm. And when I have like the trench coat and the shoes and the bag and the hair is okay, I feel pretty great. Mm-hmm. And that's not every day, but like, you know, like when, when everything coordinates mm-hmm, above yep. and beyond, mm-hmm. yep. that's great. That's really put together, especially when I'm not like, yeah. Cause it's like, there's, there's maybe like five months of the year where it's like, uh, I've got my Sorel boots, <laughs> got a, <tube laughs> yeah. got a yeah. scarf, yeah. you know, lepping a backpack of some kind. And then like this season right now is trench coat season. Mm-hmm. And yep. the trench coat with the leather bag. I feel kind of like Mrs. Maisel circa 2022, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I love that. Kind of like yeah, shoes, and, shoes and bag and trench coat. I love that. Mm-hmm. All right. Next question. Mm-hmm. I love the sidebar too about like comments from male co-workers. Male co-workers. <laughs> um, settle in for more of that people. If you, if you hated that, <laughs> then you're in the wrong place okay this is this is maybe one of the questions you could ask somebody that you don't know very well 
you okay if you were a computer program or app what would you be mm. i'll go first because it was my question yeah. okay uh, microsoft powerpoint hands down oh wow <laughs> nice. right why i talk a lot i like to talk a lot i okay. like to speak in a way that's presenty i host my own podcast <laughs> feels like a very powerpoint thing to do very nice okay. Right. Like I'm just a, I'm just a step away from slides, like having being, slides right being now. A, a living PowerPoint presentation, <laughs> but you're very informative. So that I like you. to teach. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. true too. Yeah. I like to teach and give advice. Yeah. I'm with it. Now sidebar PowerPoint is not like my favorite. No, but I feel like PowerPoint and I are really linked at a soul level where we really <laughs> come from the same point of view okay i'm i'm oh. gonna change my answer based on your answer oh mm-hmm. so i was going to i was going to say instagram but then i was gonna say except i got the new instagram update today and it's terrible so now i hate it yeah um, instagram yeah hey, nobody instagram. likes that we didn't ask yeah. for it no. no nobody likes it no um but i would say uh if we're like kind of like anthropomorphizing these um, answers, mm-hmm. I would say probably Pinterest because oh, nice. I have a lot of varied interests, and, but I like to put them in buckets kind of and like really draw from answer. them when need be sort of. I've also had a lot of, I should probably use the word phases in my life that I have gone through, like things that I've liked or been interested in or places I wanted to travel or certain like aesthetics that I've been interested in. And um, I've sort of like embraced them and brought them all on board and then used them and then sort of disposed of them, not disposed of them, but you know, everything is kind of, yeah, everything is kind of compartmentalized a little bit, I think. So yeah, that would be my answer would be Pinterest. I would endorse that. Yeah. yeah, for sure. For sure. Do you still use Pinterest? Very rarely. Yeah. I have it on my phone. Like I look at it every now and then. If I've like looked at all of my other social medias for a really long time, oh, I'll, Pinterest. Like, oh, I'll just check it. <laughs> Although now that I hate Instagram, maybe it'll be more often. <laughs> yeah. Instagram has the save feature, which I basically hmm. use Pinterest now. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh God. I, mean, I loved Pinterest when it came out though. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I honestly still that. use it for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Always. Yeah. All right, Sarah. I don't know. I didn't couldn't really settle on one. But now I'm thinking I might be like Excel. Ooh. Like highly functional, but also like needlessly complex. Highly <laughs> <laughs> functional and needlessly complex. <laughs> That's a t-shirt if I ever saw one. I love using Excel. I use it more than Word. I use it in my job for, for like I, and I love learning more functionality for it. This is what I mean. I'm just the complexity of me. It's a little much. You know, the thing about Excel is like, I cannot get, it's, it's endless. Excel is endless. It's like, did you know, if you press command control and you give the wink and the gun, it will do this. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. There's like, I did know that. And I use it. I know. Yeah. If you use it for a lot of lists, try the word, look up the word concatenate. What? Concatenate. I don't know. Is that like a, a function that it okay, does? Well, I have to look oh, it yeah. Up. What the heck is that? Concatenate? Concatenate. Excel. Concat. Hang on. All right. 
please Please edit this out. (laughs) What does it do? If you have a list where you have first and last names, or you have like an address, two sets of addresses, like where you have the address and the David and white, it will make a cell that says David white. That's right. It'll, and it'll do it all together. So you can concatenate a whole set of two rows or you can split them as well. Wow. I know. Very powerful. So if you're using a lot of lists. <laughs> can I tell you a fun fact? They do not teach you um, how to use Excel when you go to school for theater, which is shocking. I know. <laughs> but when I ended up at college and I was in school for event management, we had to do like b- budget stuff and whatever. I remember the poor girl that was trying to teach it to me. And she's like, why don't you know how to do this? You went to university. I'm like, I did like classes in clown and movement. We did not, this wasn't a part of our. No, I did not use Excel in university. This is still oh, really? an okay. on the job thing. Yeah. Um, I also studied psychology, so not a lot of Excel there. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. What was my first exposure to Excel? I don't really know. It wasn't at school, but I did have to take stats. I feel like we were also in this weird sort of like period where we mm-hmm. learned typing in high school, right? but we didn't That's learn it. like computers. No, no. no. We had scientific only, calculators and that was it. Yeah. Yeah. I only <laughs> learned about like word processing because my mom was a computer teacher. So we had a computer in our house. Mm-hmm. Right. That's, that's the only reason I knew about it really. I don't think we got a computer in our house until I was like 15 or 16 years old. Oh yeah. That tracks. <laughs> hi rick <Yeah>. okay. <laughs> he's my dad okay can i just say a sidebar that i remember going to your house as a child and you were like we don't have a tv here and i was like yes what? what do we, we have to, to we just into underbelly of childhood. <laughs> i was like what are we gonna do then yes exactly Here's what you're gonna do. You're gonna make Thomas, we were like seven brother, run back and forth. Yeah, we didn't have a TV for a very long time, Mm -hmm. and even when we had a TV, we never had cable. We had like bunny ears. We probably got four channels. Okay, (laughs) next question. Uh, If you have one minute for self care, what are you gonna do? Coffee, always coffee. Oh, okay. Uh, Buy, make, Keurig, Tassimo. We have a beautiful espresso maker at my house. And I just, sometimes I literally go to bed at night thinking like, when I wake up, I get to have coffee. <laughs> I love coffee that much. No, oh you my love God. coffee that much. Yeah, I love it. But also like, I can't drink it after four o'clock because I'm an old lady. Oh, forget so four there's... o'clock. I'm like, is it one thirty? Forget it. Is it 12? So there's a period of time that I just yeah. can't be with my favorite thing. Mm. It's okay. I also have children, so <laughs> they keep me comfort when I they can't have coffee. For coffee. Uh, yeah, I cuddle them yeah. after four p.m. Instead, <laughs> instead of coffee, cradling a warm mug of delicious oh coffee, I cradle my children. My warm yeah. children. Mm-hmm. My warm children. <laughs> Emily, what oh, about you? Um, that's a really hard question because of the time limit. Um. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would argue, I don't know if you can make a fancy espresso coffee in one minute, Sarah. Mm-hmm. You guys going to need to come to my house. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
I would say I like to scroll through the pictures on my phone, not like Instagram or whatever, but like scroll mm-hmm. through the pictures that I have saved on my phone. Mm-hmm. Because for the most mm-hmm. part, those are like all of the good things that have been happening. And sometimes I'll delete stuff or curate things or whatever, but like sometimes I'll scroll all the way to the top and then go down and like start it. Oh yeah. I love like doing three that. or four years ago, but yeah. Cause it's like all of the best stuff, but it's also not the curated social media stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like the best memories and the ones that are the most authentic kind of. So yeah, I think based on the time limit, that's probably what it would be. Mm-hmm. I also do that if I don't have internet, <laughs> I have my phone with me and I'm <laughs> bored. So I just look through pictures and I'll edit them be, sometimes. I have to be using my phone, but there's no <laughs> Yes, <way>. exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I paid so much money. Oh for my gosh. Yeah. My thing is always music. Always music. Oh, interesting. Usually if I'm alone, I would like put on the first track in the Hamilton soundtrack and pretend I'm Aaron Burr. Nice. Yeah. If I am not alone, I would just put on. I love that, that you went for Aaron Burr, by the way. Oh yeah. <laughs> that's my dream. That's my dream role. Um, that's my dream role is Aaron Burr in the Hamilton musical. That was another sub question. Anyone else want to volunteer? (laughs) (laughs) For their dream role? I don't have a dream role. Mine is Morales from A Chorus Line, but unfortunately I'm I'm neither a dancer nor Hispanic. So (laughs) yeah, either that or Adelaide from Guys and Dolls. That one I actually Mm -hmm. could play. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. I, if it, if I'm not alone, then I would just mm-hmm. put in my earbuds and listen to like whatever track is making me happy right now. Mm-hmm. Usually like if I'm in my car, I would do the, the Hamilton thing, but if I'm. Mm-hmm. Do you guys ever listen to a song on repeat until like, you're just like your ears bleed or is that just me? <laughs> um, like in one sitting? Yeah. Like when I get obsessed with a song, I have to listen to it mm, like 10 times in a row really do oh, that yeah. but I do that with playlists so I would mm. listen to a playlist and maybe the first like four tracks on a playlist mm-hmm. on pretty obsessive repeat okay yeah. yeah I would listen to it like like about damn time I listen to like ever once or twice a day yeah but right. not like 15 times in a row <laughs> it's only when I first like catch on to a song and I'm like oh yeah I just I don't nothing else you want to learn the words no, I think okay. I have very minor OCD and I just need to hear it again and again. Okay. <laughs> okay. It's yeah. a compulsion. She'll die if she doesn't. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'll try and switch on another song and I'm like, this is not, this isn't right. This not is scratching wrong. that itch. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. That's right. Gotcha. Harry Styles or bust. Mm. So good. That happened the other day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it did. Cause that's a great song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so is Lizzo that was yes absolutely so good my favorite thing to come out of that is that Rosie O'Donnell thought when she says trying to um bring out the fabulous Rosie O'Donnell thought she was saying fat bitch lust which I also think is like a great lyric yeah (laughs) I think it works yeah yeah both work yeah Lizzo would change it I think the best thing about that is the flute Oh, and Sasha. I just have to say that flute dancing I invented 20 years ago. It's true, you did. And I hope when Lizzo was you. on the scene. Yeah, I played flute in the band. Yep, and you started the flute bum dance, and I would dance to make Emily laugh. I would play the flute <laughs> and shake my butt in my, oh my kilt. Gosh. It yes. still makes her laugh really hard. 
I only did it to make Emily laugh. Uh, <laughs> and Lizzo has brand. It's her thing now. It's her. Yeah, thing, I started yeah. it. Yeah, started it's it. true. It's, it's true. Fine. I have no receipts because it was the early odds. So you'll just yes. have to take my word for it. We do have a, a VHS recorder at my parents' oh, house that might no, have footage. Have I don't think it would. That was from very early in our friendship, those videos. So I don't think it would be on there because that was more like 17, 18, 16. That was 17, like the 18. pre-podcast. We would put on the VHS. <laughs> and talk to it. And talk to each other. <laughs> True. And talk to each other and probably watched it back and laughed at how hilarious we were. I don't know if Which we we're going to do now with this podcast. Yes, exactly. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Same thing. Some things never change, right? Yeah. Oh, my mm-hmm. gosh. All right. Okay. That was a good one. Can I do another sidebar? What's odd is that I also play the flute. Do you remember? Oh, yeah. 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 The three of us play oh, the flute. Oh, my God. No, Emily never I forgot about. No, I said, I sorry, play, two out of three. Of us. Two of the three of us. Yeah, oh, I played three, the, the clarinet because yeah. nothing is cooler than the clarinet. No. Well, there is the oboe. So. Oh, Amanda. <laughs> Hi, Amanda. <laughs> Hi, Amanda. We miss you. Oh my god. Okay, Emily. This was mm. your question. Mm. This is hard for me. Oh. What super popular piece of media oh. do you hate and why? Hmm. These are the things, this is, this is a sneaky question. You cannot ask someone you haven't known for a long time, this question, because if you've only known someone for a couple of months and you're like, Hey, what kind of, what, like, what, what's like, mm-hmm. what kind of popular media they're going to say something you love. Yeah. It's going to ruin your friendship. Your friendship has so, to be stronger than whatever people say after this answer. The inspiration from this question came from a guy that I work with. His name's Andrew, super sweet kid. Um, and <laughs> we, when people start, we ask them to ask a question that everyone will answer in a team meeting. So they introduce themselves and everybody introduce themselves, say what they do. And Andrew asked a question and I swear to God, we almost like tore apart the company. Andrew asked, what is the most overrated movie franchise? Oh, yeah. Yeah. There was some, there was some intenseness and unpleasantness around it so he still works there yeah yeah he's wonderful because it wasn't like we weren't mad at him for asking the question we were mad at each other each other yeah yeah i will say that the person that said harry potter no longer works there (laughs) (laughs) did anybody say the fast and the furious franchise yes yeah 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 those are the right people i might have said that (laughs) (laughs) yeah Emily, you've seen all of them. I have. My husband really enjoys them. And I will say that there are parts of them that I enjoy. Like I really like Tokyo Drift, which is funny. Another one of the the guys that I work with, I asked him what his favorite movie was and said Tokyo Drift. And I was like, that's your favorite? Like, I like that movie out of all of the Fast and Furious movies. That one is my favorite. Um, But like, I don't know that I would ever say it was my favorite movie of like all time of all of the movies that exist. But yeah, somebody definitely said that. Um, I don't think anybody said Star Wars because I think there would have been, that would a, literal, have been a literal riot. But yeah, yeah somebody said Harry done. Potter for sure. Anyways, it was a very intense question. Oh my gosh. Yeah. What a way to start it off at a new company. I know. He was very pleased with himself <laughs> though. <laughs> he actually hosts a podcast too, I think. So he was like, bringing out his like hosting like this is how you get a conversation going the longer we sit and do this the more I think of things that I hate (laughs) oh really really I hate a lot of things I don't know the more I'm like oh that and oh that (laughs) 
what is the thing, Sarah? Tell us all the things you hate. Yeah, but I have, you hate. I have one thing, and it's very a very minor hate. Um, I have always hated everybody loves Raymond. <gasps> oh my god, I agree. No, me too. I love I it's, love that you hate that. No, that's terrible. Love it. That's terrible. Yeah. Um, yeah. meet the parents. That whole franchise. My Agreed. secondhand embarrassment cannot handle watching ten yes. minutes of that. Agreed. I hate all no. the things that go wrong. Yes. Yeah. I, no, I can't do it. I'm like, this is nobody would ever do that. I can't. <laughs> Deeply unpleasant. Yeah. Yes. All movies in that genre of like, uh, it just continues to go worse and worse and worse. Aaron hates that too. <laughs> I can't handle it at all. Yeah. It's not yeah. entertaining. No. Or yeah. creative. No. And also, oh, this one's going to get people. Um, almost everything by Kevin Smith interesting almost everything what do you like that he did mall rats yeah that's i don't have enough um i'm not well acquainted with the canon the canon (laughs) you didn't have an older brother that's like i know who he is i could tell you oh kevin smith is making a cameo right now and yes he i think is a nice guy and he's probably very talented for all of the stuff that he does but i Mm -hmm. love it i'm sorry interesting yeah it's a very specific kind of humor yes yeah i got one more that might actually angry you guys i could go on forever i think maybe i love this lena dunham Mm, yeah Mm, no i don't like her either i like girls because there's a lot of naked adam driver but i don't like (laughs) lena dunham at all yeah but is she super popular i feel like she's pretty she was popular. I feel like I've seen a lot of yeah. things that were popular. Yeah, she had like mm-hmm. a golden girl, like a like a American sweetheart type of moment, I guess. Mm-hmm. Sort yeah. of. Yeah. yeah, see, the show Girls kind of falls in the same category that Sarah's saying about the Meet the Parents thing. Is I was kind of like, I just don't think people are like this. No, I felt very like there's such a subsect of like white, upper middle class, privileged, Mm-hmm. woman in her mid to late 20s like it was such a specific mm-hmm. it was like, very specific yeah these jokes only land for a very specific woman and they should have yeah. landed for me because I was in that but I no know, that was what I really felt was like <laughs> mm-hmm. who are you yeah mm-hmm. that's it how did you get to this terrible place yeah yes Emily I hate avatar <laughs> I've never watched it all the way through I fall asleep every single time and then um, I, there is, as you may know, like an avatar area at uh, Animal Kingdom at Disney World. It's beautiful. I mean, it was designed by the illustrious Joe Rohde, who is my favorite Imagineer. Um, and he's very talented and it's fantastic. But I like, I don't give a shit about like the characters <laughs> or the um, whatever, they're, the big blue people. I don't care. I don't care. I have no. no emotional attachment to any of the people in that movie. I don't care about the next one. Like, I just... I, they're making I just, another one? Yeah. 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 I mean, they probably should have made hundred bajillion dollars. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Remember anything that happens in that movie. There's a guy in a wheelchair. Sigourney Weaver is there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Zoe Zeldana. And then they have sex with their braids. And the other thing that I hate that a lot of people love is Seinfeld. Oh, right. I, I don't. I, they're just like, it's kind of like the girls thing where ju- they're just like terrible human beings. Yeah. And I sure just like, are. I cannot. Enjoy- and people say that about friends too, but 
I think you see elements of that in friends, but I don't think generally speaking, they're all horrible human beings. Like I do think they no. care a lot about each other. Yes. Um, whereas in Seinfeld, I really don't, you don't see that level of like care and concern for each other so much. No. And I don't know. It's just like ridiculous scenarios and like, I don't know. I just don't I like Jerry like Seinfeld's Jerry humor. Seinfeld overall has a general loathing for most people, even in like comedians in cars. There's no like, I yeah love Jerry Seinfeld so much. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. I get what you're saying about Seinfeld because I'm you know I I loved it when I was yeah. younger and it doesn't it doesn't quite hold up even if no. when you did love it. But um, Jerry Seinfeld as a comedian, I really love him. yeah yeah. Whoa. I do think he's very funny. I do. I do think he's very funny, but he's not like some comedians are funny because they love humanity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Or even like John Mulaney. Aziz no, he's definitely Sorry. like like I feel like these are people who are sort of like they really like people. That's why they're mm-hmm. comedians. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that's why I relate to Jerry Seinfeld. Because you don't like people? <laughs> I hate so much. I hate so much. <laughs> oh my God. The low-key hate you would never know. Yeah. yeah you do not wear that on your sleeve at all that is like the card that you hold close to but then once it's there yeah there's like yeah this, it's a joy to be a party too as well though really like to, to yeah. oh yes it yeah. feels very privileged very satisfying very to be a part yeah. of this yeah it feels duplicitous to me where people are like you're so nice like, well <laughs> i think it's your super sometimes <laughs> things are true yeah you can hate yeah. things and still be nice yeah thank goodness I still think you're a very authentic person thank you you're welcome okay my thing (laughs) yeah my thing I had to think quite a lot about but it was the very first thing that came to mind I don't really like um Gilmore girls oh (laughs) interesting I don't really and I and I was kind of like did I always not like Gilmore Girls? Because I've seen a lot of Gilmore Girls. I was going to say, have you and watched I think it all? To feel like I really loved it, but I look back and I don't feel any like affection, and I'm kind of like, there's something about Rory Gilmore that I just find, yeah, like the girl that all the boys fall in love with, mm-hmm. like what kind of. Mm-hmm. I don't know yeah the opposite of our vibe in high school no <laughs> no it's not even that because I think like when I when I initially watched I was like oh yeah, yeah, yeah I don't know and I can't put words around it so let's talk let's ask another question I've never had any desire to watch that show and I feel like a lot of people think that I would like it I would have said I would have put money on that no, no, I would have put zero. I have, I have zero desire zero. to watch that movie. Reason also, that I'm struggling to say why I don't like it is the hundred percent. You're going to experience a thousand percent more than I do. Oh, okay, interesting. Yeah, because when yeah. you don't like, um, like wide-eyed pixie girl. Oh, manic pixie dream girls. There we go. Yeah, yeah. whatever. This is a fun one for a podcast. <laughs> uh, design your dream house in words tell us us with your word paintbrush um I like I was like oh I don't know somewhere clean and organized (laughs) it's a very low bar you know my house but not my house yes my house but somebody came in and cleaned it an Airbnb right before we arrive (laughs) I don't know 
I felt that was really hard, like location, even location. And yeah, but you answer you. Yeah. Sarah's you can go. Uh, I went very grandiose in my thing. Nice. Perfect. I was like, That's what I dream want. Dream house. Yeah. Dream house. So a dream house also comes with a cleaning staff. Just so, just yeah. so we're clear. Yeah. Oh, and I went like full on Bridgerton. I'm like oh, many nice. rooms. Yes. Ballroom. Oh. <laughs> oh yeah let's go big nice. or go home yeah yeah, yeah. that's it just Bridgerton, like huge Bridgerton yeah. the Bridgerton like house the style um it doesn't necessarily need to be a style but like uh if I could if I could just build a huge house that did have like a ballroom where I could like just host a party yeah mm-hmm. I would Amazing. grand staircases maybe in a modern style but yeah still a ballroom yeah. <laughs> I'm like one of those ballroom. islands that are like 12 feet long. I don't know yeah. why you would need a 12 foot island, but I want it. So that's it. Good call. And, and to top it all off, I would like to be by the water. So like a grand yes. ballroom. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I know what my space by is. By the water. Out of it now. Yeah. now that you said something, I thought of it. Emily, okay, go okay. ahead. <laughs> so uh, my old answer probably would have been Florida, but Florida frankly scares me now. So I would probably pick somewhere in California, also by the water, but I would still want a pool, even though I was by the water. I would like what Andrew refers to as a big dumb bathtub, which is like the oh, kind yeah. of bathtub that you can like fully submerge yourself uh, in. <laughs> um, yeah, pool, hot tub, big dumb bathtub inside. Um, I would like to have like a big giant fancy walk-in closet what else I would like to have a couple of themed rooms but not the whole house so like a Harry Potter sort of like room and like maybe like a Disney room but not um here's the thing when you like those things every time anybody sees anything with a Mickey head on it or whatever they'll like send it to you and be like oh my god do you love this and it's like no I don't love everything like (laughs) want to have some themed rooms more to display stuff like that than anything uh and I would also want the library Mm. yeah and heated floors in the bathrooms oh yeah Yeah. gotta have them heated floors you guys are thinking about amenities I'm sort of thinking yes I am not good at like geospatial um my fa- I don't- it ends there I'm not yeah, good at I'm it I'm not good at geospatial no I've mentioned this before if I'm reading a book and they're like talking about the landscape my brain goes like they're <laughs> <laughs> like the ridge faced the east and the hills crested as a bank of trees and I'm like oh. <laughs> Your brain just goes into sleep mode until my brain goes into like the matrix with like green words <laughs> and numbers like circling on a back black background oh i'm like oh when are they talking oh quick <laughs> where's the dialogue who cares yeah, yeah. um okay uh that was a sidebar uh, my dream house right now would be the house in grace and frankie the, oh, oh the beach house yes, yes. yeah agreed the beach house mm-hmm. not too big mm-hmm. but has like an artsy fartsy garage yeah has a room with a swing has mm-hmm. windows door windows that open all the way so that you're like yeah. walking from the kitchen into the seating mm-hmm. area out onto the deck to the water that's mm-hmm. my dream house that's a good choice for sure. I don't even care about heated floors or any of that other shit you guys talked about <laughs> <laughs> no ballroom for you nah. 
and that, yeah. that's not even like very big but I just love it I love the decor yeah. in that house the blue yeah. kitchen mm-hmm. I dig it Nora yeah. Ephron any of the movie set <sighs> yes of the Nora Ephron movies for sure would take yeah. it 100 <laughs> percent yeah love it love the love all of it yeah next question if you could take a time machine to visit yourself at age 18 what advice would you give yourself i I can go first yeah go for it this is kind of harsh all right i would lovingly take baby aaron's face in my hands and i would say (laughs) you are so beautiful and no one is thinking about you at all. So you can do whatever the hell you want because no one is <laughs> yes. watching you. No one is thinking about you the way you're worried about it. So just go and have fun because literally not a single person is thinking about you or analyzing you or, you know, thinking about judging. judging. Yeah. 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 Just yeah. go be free, little yeah. butterfly. <laughs> <laughs> so worried about what other people thought all the time literally not a single person is thinking about you that is so be free harsh. be free no but yeah yeah, but yeah. I said, it's it was true a little if, harsh. if yeah. people are sitting there thinking about you they're thinking about you fondly because you're somebody in their life they want mm-hmm. to actively think about you right mm-hmm. nobody act well I mean I sit around and think about things that I hate but other people definitely don't do that I don't know I do it sometimes <laughs> Mine would probably be something similar. My husband, I, as a shocker to no one in this chat, I did not date a lot because of a lot of reasons. You know, my mm-hmm. parents had very specific jobs that made me not super desirable. And I had self-esteem issues and struggled with my weight. So there wasn't a lot of um, interested parties. Um, but my husband is convinced that there were actually like dozens of men in love with me in high school. And I was like, I don't think there were. He's like, oh no, there definitely were. Like, you were so cute. And he's like, it's just not possible that like no one. And I was like, I don't know. And oh, I just love you. Well, <laughs> he just, I just spent so much time in high school focusing on guys that I liked that were in no way worth my time. Most, most of the like, ninety five percent of the guys that I liked in high school were like not nice people yeah that um yeah yeah that track absolutely um track so I (laughs) should have focused more on the five percent that were nice people or I should have not been focusing on that so much at all I think I was always very worried that it was just like not gonna happen for me that I was just like never gonna find a boy that liked me ever in my life so obviously now that I know that that happened it's easier for me to look back and be like oh you should just like relax about it you shouldn't have been so like preoccupied with it all the goddamn time because really I like there wasn't a period of time where there wasn't I didn't have like a an active obsession with with a member of the opposite sex it just with three or multiple at a time (laughs) but there was like no break for me or for Aaron more specifically there was no break like it was just constant and uh I wish that I hadn't spent or wasted so much time doing that but we all had a lot of crushes oh yeah I I know I feel like I was boy crazy but if I look back and I think about the itemized list of people yeah yeah I think it's maybe always had a crush on somebody yeah also I do think that you know there was a lot of like 
because I didn't date either. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we spent all of our time together. Yeah. And <laughs> you get you guys did not miss out no. <laughs> on dating in high school. Yeah. No. That's no, true. So that's no. what I was gonna say. Is it's like, <laughs> what were we trying to achieve? at that time in our lives, it felt like we had no time. It felt like time was running out all the time. Yeah. 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 Well, there's, there's a certain... constant narrative of like your high school years are the best years of your life. Like you're going to, um, I, I know it's not as common now, but like in our parents' generation, a lot of them met each other, like when they were yeah, younger than yeah, we I are now. Yeah. yeah. Right. So there was that, um, not pressure, but that like knowledge that that was what their timeline was. And that's what we had that's what we modeled ourselves on right so I don't think it was necessarily like I I thought oh if I don't meet my soulmate in high school I never will but I also felt like for me it wasn't like oh I need to meet somebody and then I'll be with them forever it was Mm -hmm. like I need somebody to like kiss me I need to learn these things before I go on to the real world and I'm like not sheltered anymore and I have to do these things in the real world with other like adult people I just needed to like do those things and I did it. Yeah, but most adult people are not good at those things. So yeah, that's true. not really a worry either. Yeah. yeah. Actually, I did meet my husband in high school. Yes, you yes, did. You did. Yes. Yep. <laughs> so you get to take yourself out of that. Oh, I had no time. Yeah. No, I mean, high school was great. Mm-hmm. It was also awful. Yeah. 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 And I think I had probably a high school experience that's in maybe like the top 5% of high school experience. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Very low on trauma, very high on fun times. Yeah. That's the goal. Low on trauma. I was a very goody goody. The opposite of euphoria. But I, oh, I cannot. I don't. (laughs) I'm not going to watch that. I don't know what that is. It's horrible. Yes, it does seem horrible. Yeah, Yeah. But even so, even so as like objectively I look back on being a high schooler and I'm like you got out pretty unscathed mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. still would not say that was the best time of my life no, no. my mom would no. constantly when we were in high school be like I don't understand why like you guys are like concerned or, or have self or, or self-conscious or whatever she's like you run the school and I was like that's not like that's a cool, cool thing <laughs> to be doing <laughs> mom but like <laughs> retrospectively, I would say like if I, was school. T- <laughs> and if I was a teacher now and I saw our group, which was like a bunch of like very attractive, really smart young ladies, like I can see where she was like looking at it being like, you yeah. guys are going to be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Because for sure. Also from her perspective, she's seen like really the super messed up shit and kids and whatever. So like, I remember being concerned about getting into university and she was like, no, <laughs> you don't yeah. need to, it'll be fine. And I was like, but what if, a, what if an 86 isn't enough? She's like, you're going to Brock. It will be, it will be fine. Emily's mom was our high school principal. Yeah. Oh yes. Yeah. Sarah, what about you? Mm-hmm. What would I say to 18 year old me? I would say uh, when you're 19, that you're going to meet somebody that you want to get into a relationship with and Mm. then you will you will waste the next seven years of your life with that man absolutely not no Mm -mm. don't do it yeah I don't care you would butterfly absolutely no oh yeah Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely (laughs) yes because I don't truly believe in any kind of butterfly effect I do think that the things that are for you like 
Mm. The things that are for you don't go past you, right? Hmm. Well, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. What is that? I didn't make that up. That's not a, that's not, that's not mine. Not. <laughs> Trademark, TM, TM. <laughs> well, I just like, people are like, oh, I wouldn't change anything in my life. I wouldn't change hardships because maybe I wouldn't have ended up in the place where I am. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. So do I have to believe in being in a shitty, abusive relationship for seven and a half years just to find my husband? No, I don't have to believe in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have to yeah. go back and tell 18-year-old me, no, fuck off. Don't look don't. for this guy instead. <laughs> yes. Yeah. This Pauline one. Vandevin would yeah. really like that approach. She does <laughs> not believe in suffering through yeah. to the other side. No. I do think that there are people who you are drawn to in life, things that you are drawn to, but like not everything happens for a reason no some things are senseless Hmm. and some people are idiots and uh, yeah I would tell myself to avoid that idiot yeah I am really sorry that happened to you oh it's all right it's long gone now that's true Mm -hmm. okay is this the last question no two two left I'm always excited (laughs) I am excited (laughs) okay see your 18 year old self Mm mm-hmm now go forward two years. Okay. You're 20 now. <laughs> if your 20-year-old self could see you now, what would they be most proud of? This is the Sarah question through and through. Yeah, Jeez, it is. Man, you get right to the feels. That's a zinger. I think, I think my 20-year-old self would be proud of a lot. That's the answer I was hoping for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. I think my, the first thing I thought of was Nick Mm -hmm. because when I was 20, I'd only been with Nick for a year. Mm -hmm. And I think my 20 year old self would be really happy that we're married for 16 years. Oh, I love that. 16 years. I know in September, but I mean, that makes my brain hurt. Yeah. But then there's other things. Like I think my 20 year old self would be really proud of my job. 100%. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 That's a big one. That's a huge one. Yeah. Having a cottage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that having a cottage <laughs> came before you. <laughs> my 20 year old okay. self. Coffee be- comes before my kids. So, yeah. No, I think actually my 20 year old self would be floored that I bought my grandma's house. Oh, yeah. I think yeah. she would not have seen that one coming. Yeah. Yeah. I think part of her also would be kind of like, why, why did she do that? <laughs> it's so pink. <laughs> M? I think probably my marriage as well. Because I did think for a long time that that would never happen. I would never find somebody who liked me enough to want to be with me forever. And I also oh. thought that, and, and vice versa, to be honest, like Andrew will tell you this. I'm sure he probably has, if you've been in a room with him for more than 10 minutes ever in your life. Uh, I said to him, like on our first date, like, here's the thing. I uh, get very bored very easily. So like, usually after about two weeks of like talking to somebody or dating them or whatever, I just get kind of like, yeah, okay. And obviously he's lasted more than two weeks. <laughs> yeah. Very proud of. Um, yeah. So probably Andrew and my marriage and because um, also I don't think as we have been talking about, like, I don't think 
my 20 year old self had any concept of what like a relationship actually was I think they were just thinking like oh it's like holding hands and like buying each other presents and going to the movies together and taking pictures <laughs> maybe not even pictures of this yeah probably pictures um but like had no concept of what it was like to like have to communicate with another human being on a regular basis and like having to um admit when you're wrong which I'm not great at and having to compromise on things which I'm also not great at uh, and having to uh, communicate effectively so all of that stuff is way more intense than I ever had any idea it was going to be Mm -hmm. so yeah I think that she would be proud of like the fact that I'm actually doing it and then I found somebody and then I didn't give up like I didn't just quit looking yeah, I mean, it's like being sick around that person, being stressed, mm-hmm, grief, mm-hmm. yeah, going poorly, money. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh, 20 year old Emily. <laughs> you knew her. She was a delight. She was a delight. Yeah, we did yeah. know her. Mm-hmm. Sarah. Uh, I feel like we, we've all said our partners are, are mm-hmm. you know, families, which is very, you know, heterocentric of us (laughs) it's like this is very norm where it's like we're women we're proud of our families but honestly yes yeah I'm so over the moon about my family Mm -hmm. I am very very happy in my job I really like my job I think 20 year old me would be happy with my job be happy that I like moved back to Brantford to be close to my family all I ever wanted really for sure Mm -hmm. was kids kids Mm -hmm. and they're exactly what I wanted and better. Oh. They are, they are, I have zero buyer's remorse on children. <laughs> awesome. Cause you cannot return them. Take it back. No. No. I think your 20 year old self would be like, yeah, she birthed twins. Look at that. Yes. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> yes. You wanted yeah. kids so badly that you manifested two of them at one time. I do feel like that happened. I yeah, do. Feel I like, do too. I, I like, 100% do. Really. I, I really, your second pregnancy was only one baby <laughs> I was like, when I went to ultras- <laughs> when I went because that happens and yeah, I have yeah. a good friend who was pregnant at the same time as me both times and she had two sets of twins mm-hmm. so I literally went to the ultrasound and I was like listen you did this last time and you were like here's the surprise and the surprise was another baby <laughs> so I don't now, like the news that way <laughs> I was like if I know you got to kind of keep a poker face about this but if there's two in there you got to tell me <laughs> And he'd like put it right on there. And it was like, oh, right away. He's like, oh, there's only one. And I was like, oh, there's only one. And then I started bawling. I was like, there's oh. only one. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's really. Because I was full on convinced that I would have another set of twins. And then I felt like, I felt a little bit like I had not really lost a baby, but just a little bit like I had lost that experience. Mm. I kind of felt like, that way when we found out that it was a boy. Mm. I kind of had this like, oh, I'm never going to have a girl. I'm never going to have a daughter. Yeah, I did too. Because I also have three boys. <laughs> <laughs> but now when I think about it, when I look at them, like twin boys, and then what would happen to this girl? She would feel yeah. so other mm-hmm. to them. You know, she'd be, be loved and cared for, but like Bowers in there with them and he wrestles with them. And it's like, if she didn't like that feeling boy stuff, like then she would have been totally left out this way. They're having a better childhood together because they're all together. 
the way that I loved being with my family. And I felt so, so, so connected to them. Mm. I wanted that for my kids and I have it. Mm. Yeah, that's amazing. Emily's not crying. You're crying. No. <laughs> Actually, I was burping. Look <laughs> <laughs> oh, at us. Oh, this is Sarah. You both your questions are last. I know. I this one's a, a, a dark one. Maybe we shouldn't end on it. Too late. All right. <laughs> Maybe nice. somebody can think of something light and fluffy to end with. Nope. <laughs> we can go back to our point. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, what area of your life is most affected by imposter syndrome? Yeah. What area of your life is not affected by imposter syndrome <laughs> a better question you know the area of my life that I don't feel like is affected by imposter syndrome is actually um being a parent because it's I was gonna say that too friggin tough it's like there's no way that somebody's doing this better <laughs> this is like nobody is surviving this yeah. this is it it's hard for everyone it's uh-huh. hard for everyone it's hard for everyone mm-hmm. nobody's just you know, breezing through, breezing on through parenthood. No. And, and I feel like imposter syndrome too, is about kind of like people finding out you don't know what you're doing or you're not qualified. Yeah. But it's like, you're not, I'm literally, I do not know what I'm doing sometimes. <laughs> not a secret. <laughs> I am not trying to pull the wool over anybody's eyes. This is very difficult. I'm doing my best. <laughs> so I can, I can go first if you guys are thinking mm. about it because we've already touched on it in this. Um, I feel like an imposter um, in friendships, especially new friendships, Mm. because um, I do come across very nice. And there is like a deeply bitchy part of me. There is like like a angsty, angry, vengeful piece of me that I just fight against. <laughs> and you're afraid that people are going to figure that out like early on in your friendships? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. But do you, you don't feel that towards the new friends that you're making? Oh, I don't feel it towards friends. No. Who knows? You're not making friends the right way then. No, no. It's just like, you know, I'll meet new people and they'll be like very happy, sunny. And then I'll like make a snide remark and they won't laugh. And I'll be like, oh, nobody else here has that kind of poison inside them. Got it. (laughs) I don't know, Sarah. I, I feel like you talk about this side of yourself a lot. And we've been friends a really long time. And I feel like we've Mm -hmm. seen all these sides of you. Yeah, I think the way you judge, <laughs> I think the way you judge that side of yourself is really harsh. Mm-hmm. Like you're not supposed to have that side of yourself, but like, I don't know that people do have this side of themselves. Yes, like, they do. The only person I fully disclose this to is my sister, Leanne, and I send her nasty notes all the time. <laughs> so I think it also depends. Yeah. yeah. So I do that with my friend Ashley all the time. <laughs> we have like um very specific things that we uh observe about others um that we uh don't enjoy like everybody has a bit of that like meanness or whatever and I honestly like it's not hurting anyone and it's just like an outlet kind of it's like it's like when you talk shit about celebrities 
Yeah. And I'm always ready to be proven wrong. That's the thing. If I'm like oh, talking I'm not. shit about somebody and they're like, they suddenly do something nice. I'm like, Ooh, I'll have to rethink everything I thought about this person. Oh. Like I'm ready for it, but I'm like, not interested nice in redemption. <laughs> <laughs> Once I've yeah. written you off, I've written you off. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. I bring people back. Aaron knows. People, Sadly. Like I could be like, uh hey I think you might really like this podcast and Emily was like I did two and a half minutes and it's dead to me now I hated it <laughs> yeah I like what I like and I don't like what I don't like. and I don't like anything you recommend to me <laughs> which is so weird because we've been best friends for like 26 I years I know but I know we bond on other and things. I never stop recommending things to you I know which I love that about you <laughs> that you're still like you're I, bu- I brought you this book you're gonna hate it <laughs> Oh man! Oh my gosh! I know. Yeah. It's not. It's like uh, I shouldn't have brought it, but I did. <laughs> I'm still gonna read it. Just keep trying. Yeah, exactly. <sighs> okay. Um, imposter syndrome. Oh, M. Do you want to go? Sure. I didn't have an answer for this, and then I was as <laughs> I was um rubbing my leg muscles from a workout I did yesterday. I thought that's when I feel it. Um, anytime I'm doing any like group physical activity. So like group exercise classes or anything like that. Um, because I am overweight, I feel like, oh, I have to prove to everybody that I can do this the same as they can, even though I'm overweight. So yesterday we did like a mobility class with, uh, my team at work and the lady was like, oh, it's just light stretching. You won't even break a sweat. That woman was lying. Um, it was, it was like a yoga class, which is fine. Like I've done yoga before, but it was like, I am so, um, I need people to like witness me doing that and seeing that I can physically accomplish this thing, even though I'm fat. Mm. Well, I'm so with you. Yeah. I push yeah. myself too hard to prove to everybody on my team. Like they, uh, similar to what Aaron was saying, like nobody was looking at me. They don't give a shit, but yeah, I could feel myself doing it too. And I didn't stop. This is why I work out in a room alone at the gym. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah because I want to do it just for me. And if other people are around, I'm looking. Yeah. Not to yeah. see who else is doing what I'm looking that they're noticing that I'm doing this. Yes, well, exactly. Yeah. 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 I don't care what they're doing. No, I just <laughs> want them to see that I can do this, even though I am fat, because I assume that they had judged me as soon as I walked in. So. Right. Good news is I don't work out a ton, so I don't experience it that much. <laughs> <laughs> A gym is literally like on the la- one of the last places I want to go. I like I like working out, but I, it has to be at home. Yeah, I did a gym for a while. This was like a private. It was only us in the gym. It was like mm-hmm. our 15 team members. There was nobody else there. I, I did a gym for a while. And then I had somebody who actually at the time was a friend of mine who was a trainer at the gym come up to me when I was on the elliptical and say, you know what you're doing isn't actually doing anything right and I was like what do you mean and she's like well you're not really in like the fat burning zone so you might as well just not be doing anything and I'm like I am breathing very heavy I have to disagree with you and then I thought like what is the point of me doing this then if it's not doing anything and I just got really really that's all yeah that person's also that person's fault yeah that person and she was a personal trainer I was like are you trying to motivate me do you know how hard it is to become a personal trainer? Not. Not hard. Yeah. Not yeah. hard. Not the best. Person. She will not hear this, so it doesn't matter. Oh God. Um, <laughs> even if she does hear this, you suck at your job. <laughs> I don't think she does it anymore. 
walking okay. does nothing. I'm a little bit angry about that. <laughs> it's funny because like walking, I actually did some research about this for work the other week. Like walking is the most underrated exercise that everyone can do. Uh-huh. Like the amount of like benefits just going for a walk has is like ridiculous. Anyways, I'll get off yeah. my exercise high horse because clearly I'm very No, invested. walking can, ex- it can extend your life. Mm-hmm. Like legitimately, if you are somebody who walks every day, it can extend your life by many years. Yeah. All right. Erin? I have imposter syndrome about a lot of things. Probably too many things to really expose my soft underbelly. (laughs) But yeah, I really do. Like I do. I overthink if I'm living up to the things I've achieved in my life or the friends that I have or the success that I've experienced is like I doubt sometimes how much I like earned or deserved these things and I like probably need to work on that Emily's that's insane to me (laughs) I'm so sorry yeah I do I do really like really interesting like learned mentality that I could always be working harder oh and that I'm not working hard enough oh, God. and that that feeds into my imposter syndrome but I mean, I'm just being honest like I mean right now I'm fully I hear understanding myself say it, how not- you have a full-time job and a family and a podcast and medium lady yeah and what else a cottage. That's a, lot. a cottage yeah friends You're just, yes could you be working harder do you want to die like that's a lot <laughs> but to be fair to her, this has been like, I mean, I've known Erin since she was 12, 11, 12. Um, and like always something that she struggled with. Like in high school, yeah. she skipped a grade in math. Like, and I think she was still like, I'm not, she skipped. Just like I a weird series that. of events. That's a weird story. And and how much of, math do I do now? I do none because of Excel. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And the fact that we do, in fact, carry calculators in our pockets every day, but like the volume of stuff that you were doing in high school, like, uh, incredible academically. And then also like student council and then musicals and then band. And then you went to 12 PR that one summer and like, you would like, you did all of these things and yet, yeah, you worked at Tim Hortons. Like, and I, I remember you feeling a lot of pressure of like not doing enough or not being enough or, and that made me like from the outside to watch the volume of stuff that you were doing and compare it to my own life. And then to see people be like, you're not doing enough. And I was like, do you just think that I'm total garbage? Because I'm doing 25% of what she is doing. Right. Right. Like how, how I remember one time in high school, we did a, a group project together in English and you were like, this is my worst subject. And I was like, well, I'm really good at this. Like, what, what do you need help with? You're like, I only have an 87. I was like, you're fine. Oh, <laughs> what? <laughs> I like an 85. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> That's so obnoxious. <laughs> but it was so. See, but that's the thing when I want to go brutally back to honest. And like, be like were... nobody is thinking about you at all. You were disclosing to me like you were like nervous about doing this. Mm-hmm. This group project with me because you felt self-conscious about your 87 87. in English didn't you also win the headmaster's trophy yes she did 
yeah anyway we can we can get this back on the rails you know that's very interesting and it's good to to have these conversations and have your friends reflect that back to you um it's very so that you can work harder it's very <laughs> no <laughs> no it's very therapeutic because you know you have these like practice thoughts you have these thoughts that you mm-hmm. just kind of practice mm-hmm. and you get really good at thinking them but they're not real yeah you know and that's one of the things is it's like you should be working harder people are going to find out that you're not really that great this makes me crazy because i'm sorry <laughs> because the volume, of, yeah. the volume of time that i think that i spend thinking about how much you have your shit together and like how uh, the fact that I uh, that you do not feel like you're doing enough and I spend so much of my time thinking about how accomplished you are makes my brain hurt. Okay, Just I'll so everybody knows it. that Aaron full on turtle the list of her accomplishments. So yeah. tuck your okay. head into I'm your not shirt. Sharing this so that you prove me wrong. I'm just No, I know it's just making me uncomfortable and angry. Okay. <laughs> But it's like Sarah, Sarah's worried that people will find out that she has the thoughts of a devil woman. And we're like, that's what I love the most about her. But Sarah, everything about you is wonderful. It's edgy and fantastic. Thanks, guys. There's nothing I love more than finding somebody that will talk shit about other things and people with me. Like... I do struggle satisfying. to be friends. I do with feel like I always let you down on that regard. That regard. I'm not. I'm not great at talking. <laughs> I will always bring that to the table for you. Yeah. Always. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. That was the last question. That's that the last was question. it. Okay. Was there anything? No. I checked the purse. That's empty. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thank you both for coming on my podcast. Thanks You're for welcome. Having us. Can I just for- say that this is the least. I have actually looked at my own image because <laughs> I'm so engaged with you guys. Confession. Yeah. So you know, it's true. It's true. I saw this really great meme of somebody making fun of how they watch themselves during virtual therapy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh God. It's like, I never even thought me, about virtual therapy. Me checking how cute I am during my Zoom therapy appointment. And I'm like, it's true, and I don't want to cry because I can really. Oh God! I'm mostly just making sure that my therapist is laughing because I just want her to like me because that's, I'm a two, and that's very important to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your therapist knows you're trying to make them laugh. I yeah. Know. My therapist the other day, like now that we're talking about therapy, my therapist the other day said, "You're working really hard," and I was like, "Oh, thank God." <laughs> yes person that has a degree thank you for yeah, telling me that like, i'm working oh we're hard. done here we're done yeah, here. That was that's really all bad. i needed i'm just gonna pay you 170 dollars for me to come here and you tell me how hard i work and then i'll leave yeah <sighs> speaking of being a two in that in that area one time my i had a dentist appointment rate at like the end of the day at seven o'clock we do nighttime appointments and the dentist yeah. and hygienist were both like isn't it nice to have such a nice patient at the end of the day and i was like i'm done Exactly. I'm a great patient. Perfect. Yeah. It's like when they tell you you have nice teeth and you're like, yes, thank you. Yes, yeah. I do. There's nothing I'm better than when a dentist tells old. you you have nice teeth. Like, oh. I need to please people so yeah. much. I'm like, yes, yeah. I am the best patient. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. That's why I'm so nice to people at the drive-through. Like I want, when I leave, I want that person to be like, that person was so nice every time. Yeah. That is always my goal. Of the 10,000 yeah. customers. Yeah. Yes. 
Yes, 100%. I make eye contact. I tell them to have a great day. I say a very aggressive thank you. <laughs> I feel like that was a lot of personal contact. That was intense. <laughs> Hello, exactly. can I take your order? You're like, is that Jeremy? Jeremy, it's Emily. Tell me about your childhood. I'll have my tea. I'm coming around the corner. I'll see you in a second. <laughs> How's the family? Yeah. Oh, I love you guys so much. I love you too. Okay. Uh, see you later. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye.